This is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the Intentional Solopreneur Podcast, the show about how to launch and grow a successful service-based business. In each episode, I show you how to build a business on purpose, one that lights you up, keeps you inspired, and helps you make a bigger impact on the world. I share both marketing strategy and my best mindset tips to help you get the clarity and confidence you need to succeed as a new business owner. Hi there, it's Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the first episode of The Intentional Solopreneur. Before I jump into today's topic, I wanted to give you a bit of background on me, so you know who I am and why you should even listen to me. So I'm a certified coach who works with new entrepreneurs who are looking to launch and grow their businesses. I combine my coach training along with over 15 years of marketing experience to help new business owners get the clarity and confidence they need to reach their goals. When I was thinking about what I wanted to say today, I thought it would be best to start out by defining what I think an intentional entrepreneur is, since I'm sure a lot of people have different ideas of what that might mean. For me, it means that as an entrepreneur, you're intentional about what you're creating in your business from the very beginning. It means putting thought into what you're doing and why you're doing it and reflecting back on your business periodically to make sure it's still aligned with your goals and what you want your life to look like. It also means setting boundaries and keeping up with your own self-care so that you don't burn out in the process of growing your business. So I'll start off by going through five different things I think entrepreneurs should think about when creating their own intentional business. And then I'll go through a couple of examples from my own business. So number one, you're strategic. So you only work on what lights you up and you leave the rest behind. You may do some trial and error in the beginning and that's completely normal, but when you figure out what works, you keep doing more of that, and you stop doing the things that don't work for you. You actually take the time to create an intentional, purposeful plan, and you focus on that. And number two, you align your business to your strengths. You play to your strengths and align your business to your personality. So let's say you're an introvert like me. (laughs) Would you want to show up on... Facebook Live every single day, or always be on social media on camera? No. (laughs) So pick marketing strategies that actually resonate with you in your individual style. And around playing to your strengths. Let's say you're a great writer, but instead of focusing on blogging, you're doing a lot of other strategies instead. Because maybe you heard from someone that those are better. But it's about identifying your own zone of genius and focusing on that. Because if you're intentional about what you're doing, you'll get better results. It's obvious, right? But we don't always think about that when we're just getting started. We tend to look outside of ourselves and look at the external things and people to tell us what to do instead of really tuning in to our own individuality and our own strengths. And the third principle is you design your business around your life, 
not the other way around. So if the point of being your own boss is to add more freedom and more flexibility into your life, why would you create a business that causes you to hustle all the time? So by creating boundaries and figuring out how to set yourself up for success from the very beginning, you'll start creating an intentional business and prevent burnout. As a service-based business owner, you're the most important asset in your business. So you have to figure out ways to rest and recharge while you're working on your business. Because if you don't, that'll turn into burnout and you won't even have the one thing that you offer, which is your own service. You won't be able to offer that to clients. And even if you do, it won't be great quality if you're exhausted all the time. So the fourth principle, you're purpose-driven. So you understand your deeper why or the reason you started your business in the first place. And this deeper why isn't just the more selfish things that some of us want, like wanting to make more money or have more freedom or flexibility in our life. It's actually about wanting to make a bigger impact on the world or supporting a specific cause. So identifying that for yourself can actually help you get more motivated in your business because you realize it's not just about, you know, helping your immediate family and yourself. It's about making a bigger impact on the world and giving back to others or whatever it is for you. So maybe it's a specific cause, like something around the environment or women's rights or whatever speaks to you. Or maybe it's just that your business, like my business, is a coaching business. By helping other service-based entrepreneurs, I, in turn, make a bigger impact because they're making a bigger impact in their businesses. And if I can help them do that, then I also make a bigger impact just by the nature of what I do. So identifying what that is for you so that you have a business that has a purpose outside of just like the monetary things or, you know, being your own boss. It's, it's bigger than that. And then finally, the last principle is you focus on your mindset. So a lot of business coaches out there focus on either mindset or strategy. But I believe it's important to work on both. You can't have one without the other. If you have a killer strategy but a crappy mindset, you're not going to succeed. And if your mindset is great, but you have no real plan, then that won't work either. So it's working on and combining the two that brings you real results. So taking the time to not only build a marketing strategy or a business plan, but also working on the thoughts that you have about yourself, about your business, about your potential. You have to work on both of those things in order to have a successful business. So taking the time to actually look at what you're thinking, to identify those limiting beliefs that are coming up for you and work towards releasing them. And it's a daily thing. It's not, it's not something you do once. It's just being aware of those thoughts that come up and working through them either with a coach or on your own. There's different ways you can do that on your own, but really making mindset an intentional part of your business as well. So now that I've defined what I think it means to be an intentional entrepreneur, here's a few examples of how these things show up in my business. So on strategy, 
I think a simple way to do this is by just tracking your marketing efforts. I see a lot of new entrepreneurs making the mistake of just going out there and doing things and not really being intentional about their marketing strategy. But even if they are intentional about their strategy, they're not necessarily intentional about tracking their results. And I can understand why. It's not the sexiest part of marketing. Spreadsheets aren't that exciting. And we don't think we really need them at first. But in reality, if you take the time to set up a system for tracking your efforts, you're going to save a lot of time in the long run and a lot of headache as well. So how can you do this? So for me, you know, I'm a coach, so... Whenever I get a new client or a prospective client, I always ask them in my intake form where they found me. So that's a pretty low-tech way of finding out more information and figuring out what marketing efforts that I'm you know, working on are actually giving me results. So it could be a form on a website like, like I use or you could even just ask the question whenever you sign on a new client. And sometimes they won't remember, but a lot of times they will. And they'll tell you that they found you on a specific website or through your blog or however else you've been marketing yourself. And having that information is key because if you don't know how people are reaching you or how they're even landing on your website in the first place, then you're losing a lot of data and information and you may be spending time on marketing strategies that really aren't effective and you don't really even know that. So tracking this information is really helpful. And when you get more um, experienced, you can do things like create UTM codes um, so that you know exactly where people are landing on your website from, you know, where they're being referred from. But that's not like, that important in the beginning parts of your business. And it's something that I've done in my marketing career uh, before I launched my business. So I know how to do it. It's easy for me. But if you're just getting started, don't even worry about that at this point. But there are other ways to track where people are coming from. So things like Google Analytics and getting into your data there can be helpful. But it's not that necessary when you're just starting out. So I would rely on more of the low-tech things, like just asking people how they heard of you. And then for being purpose-driven. So I explained a little bit about this earlier on. In this episode, but for me, it's around making an impact on the lives of entrepreneurs and helping them launch and grow their businesses. Because if I can help other purpose driven businesses grow, then I'm multiplying the impact that I can have in the world. And the businesses I typically work with are service based businesses. And the people who run service based businesses typically want to make a bigger impact on the world in their own business. So that's my deeper why. And then I touched on mindset. So this one <laughs> is one that I've definitely had to focus on a lot when I've been working on my own business. Um, I guess I thought when I started my business that I wouldn't really run into that too much. 
But I was definitely wrong. Um, I actually have 15 years of marketing experience in the corporate world. So the marketing side of things come relatively easy for me. I mean, there's been some things that I've had to do to change the way I look at marketing because I'm marketing a service instead of other things like software is what I, you know, the world I came from. Um, so that was a little challenging, but really my biggest obstacles have been myself <laughs> in growing my business. Um, and it's not until you actually confront all the mindset crap that comes up that you can actually move through it. Because what I find interesting is even if you have a great strategy and marketing plan, that strategy won't work if you don't have a strong mindset to support it. Because I've saw myself, you know, um, writing articles, for instance, and guest blogging and that kind of thing. But even the thoughts I had around whether or not this might work for me, they were detrimental. And if I didn't fix those thoughts, then I wouldn't have success. And I remember the first couple times I pitched, you know, a publication, I had all these negative thoughts in my mind, and they weren't real. They were just my mind telling me that I couldn't do this, or I wasn't an expert yet, or why am I thinking that these people want to even hear from me? And I know now that it's bullshit, because I actually am a decent writer. I'm not like, you know, that's not what I do for a career, but I'm decent. And I have been published in different publications now. And it's not so hard. But what was hard was the mindset and changing my fears. So I had to work on my self-doubt, my fear of failure, my perfectionist tendencies. And I know those are things that all entrepreneurs, especially newer ones, have to work on. And for me, I did this by working with a coach. Um, coaches are great at working on your own limiting beliefs. And they actually see them more than you do because when you're stuck in the middle of working on something in your business, you know, you may feel the self-doubt or the fear, but you don't always know what to do with that. And you still have to keep moving forward. So coaches can help you kind of look at the thoughts from a different perspective or um, kind of remove yourself from the actual situation and looking at, at it from a different angle. And they kind of help you call bullshit on some of these thoughts. So that's what helped me. Um, but also, I obviously have my own training as a coach. Uh, so I can kind of do my own self-coaching or journaling is something that I recommend to other people. Um, so if you don't have access to a coach, that's okay. You can take out your journal and just ask yourself, like, what am I afraid of here? Or why do I think this is coming up right now? A lot of times it's just creating a business isn't easy and it asks you to transform certain things about yourself. And a lot of us, you know, we don't have experience as being entrepreneurs. So everything is new. So you're basically having to grow your comfort zone on a daily basis and confront things. So being mindful of that 
and giving yourself some grace and giving yourself some patience while also working on your mindset can really help. And just being aware that these things may come up in the first place is also helpful. So write about what comes up for you and really examine it. And that can really help you transform some of these thoughts. And obviously, this is the work I do with all of my clients. So I not only help them with strategy, but I also help them with their mindset. Because as I said before, I believe they're both important. Um, And so I can help you work through doubt or fear of failure or perfectionism or even imposter syndrome or anything that's coming up for you in your business that stops you from reaching your goals. So just check out agathabrewer.com and you can book a call there with me to see if it's a good fit for us to work together. And the last one I'll touch on is about designing your business around your life and not the other way around. So why do I think this is important? So like I said before, a lot of us start our own business so that we can have a certain lifestyle. Uh, We want more freedom, we want more flexibility, we want autonomy. But sometimes we kind of forget about those things when we create our business. And that's okay. (laughs) But it's something that I think business owners should be aware of. Uh, Because if you start getting really burnt out or you start you know, basically not upholding your boundaries that you may or may not have created in the beginning, uh, it can be hard to run your business and not feel drained or exhausted. So for me, it was around being really intentional with my boundaries. These were boundaries for my clients, boundaries to myself, boundaries for my husband, um, because I have limited time in the day. My business is not the only thing I work on. Um, There's a lot of different moving parts to my life. So I really needed to be clear about what I was doing, why I was doing it, and who I would even work with. So I set boundaries. And I think that's a really good thing to do in the beginning in your business. And it's something you should be intentional about. So what does that look like for me? So, for example, I only work on my business on certain days of the week and times in the week. And that helps me create, you know, space in my life for other things. Um, Also, I only work with clients at certain times so that my calendar is the way I want it to be versus being completely full all the time and not having time for myself, you know. And on top of that, I don't just work with anybody. I have an application process that people have to go through. And I do that because I want to work with the most inspiring people that I can. But I also want to work with people who value my skills, value my coaching, and who will take the time to fill out an application to see if we might be a good fit. Because earlier in my business, I would just kind of talk to anybody and I didn't pre-qualify them. And that led to some, you know, headache on my part because I would spend an hour talking to somebody, giving them great value, and then they wouldn't end up being my client because they didn't really want 
coaching in the first place, or, you know, they weren't an, an ideal fit based off of or the niche that I work with. So I had to spend some time getting more intentional about who I even spoke to in the first place. And so that's why I created this um, application form. So now I can pretty much tell if somebody could be a good fit based on their answers to that application. And if I don't think they're a good fit, then I won't spend any time talking to them, which some people may feel is a little harsh, but that's what you have to do if you want to have boundaries and if you want to you know, be more purposeful in your business and who you want to work with. So that's just one example uh, for me. And it's really helped me to spend quality time with the people that I want to serve um, and not waste my time on things that aren't really relevant to what I do or the niche that I serve. So think about things like that in your business that you could set up in terms of you know, who you work with, or even just creating a schedule for yourself so you know what days you're working and what days you're not, and what days you have for time off and for rest, and other days where you do work on your business. I think just being mindful of this will help you create a business that you love and that inspires you and doesn't drain you like it could. So I hope you've enjoyed this first episode of The Intentional Solopreneur, and I'm really excited to dive into the topics I find most entrepreneurs dealing with in their business. Everything from their mindset challenges, to picking a marketing strategy, to how to keep growing an intentional business, and also enjoy your life in the process of doing so. Come visit me over at agathabrewer.com to download some free resources to help you grow your business. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Keep dreaming, keep serving, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. I hope you're getting some good information and some inspiration to help you grow your business. If you like what you've heard and you want the support of a business coach, come on over to agathabrewer.com and schedule a free consultation with me. In this call, we'll talk about your goals for your business and see if it makes sense for us to work together. My one-on-one coaching program is specifically built to help new entrepreneurs like you launch and grow a successful business. This program will help you get clarity on what you want to build create a strategic plan of action, and identify and release any mindset blocks that are standing in your way. Because building a business shouldn't be so hard. And with my support, you'll reach your goals way faster than if you try to do it all alone. So I invite you to give yourself the gift of personalized support so you can build your dream business that allows you to live the life you want and make a bigger impact on the world.